0: Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Welcome back to all of my returning listeners, and if this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. This week, I interview Charlotte Wright, Lottie, of Lottie's Leap. Lottie is a spiritual mentor and teacher and also a meditation teacher on the Insight Timer app and today she is going to teach us all about channeling. What is channeling? What are the most common misconceptions about channeling and why channeling is such a helpful practice? I personally learned to channel with Lottie And She is an incredible teacher, and this episode is packed full of amazing information, all about channeling, spiritual awakening. You're going to love it. So without further ado, let me introduce Lottie. All right, Lottie, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you here, and I just want to go ahead and jump into it with the first question. What did your spiritual journey look like? How did you get into this space? How, what was your experience coming out of the spiritual closet?
1: I think it's probably... I always think my way is different from everybody else's. But then the more I talk to people about their spiritual awakening, there's always crossovers, right? Where mm-hmm. something happened for one person, you're like, oh, yeah, that happened for me too. For me... It was kind of weird because when I was a kid, I felt very connected to spirit and to angels. And I kind of left that behind in my teenage years. And I got to around 28 or 29 and something changed, but I didn't know what it was. Something was happening. So I couldn't sleep and I couldn't stop thinking about like changing my entire life move into a different country (laughs) i just didn't know what to do and then i started i bought a yoga mat and i started just like moving i'd never done yoga before i started meditating and then it kind of just went from there and i was like what is happening i completely changed my life from that point i moved out of the place i was living with my partner at the time and changed my job and changed everything because i felt like a completely different person And from there, really, I've just done a lot of research into what was happening at that time, letting myself just look at everything, basically, and it just kept coming back to the spirituality. I bought some oracle cards at that time and just, yeah, just started really kind of getting stuck into it. And I realized what was happening then when I started to read more, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. How did you move from sort of this experience of having spiritual awakening and moving into the spiritual space. How did you move from that into actually doing work in the spiritual space? Because now, now that's, that's how I know you. And that's how a lot of people connect with you is your the work that you do.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people with businesses, they stop themselves because they have imposter syndrome. And that was certainly the, the truth for me. I didn't know enough about spirituality. I wasn't good enough, perhaps, to have a spiritual business. I started studying healing around five or six years ago. Everything was basically still in the closet for me. You know, I was still doing all of this stuff behind the scenes, doing cards and like working with crystals and learning about healing. I got a certification in in healing and then I moved to China. And really because I was spending an awful lot of time by myself, I started to work with angels and spirits more, almost like to help me along the way, you know? I needed that support system, right? So I was spending a lot more time doing that kind of work, doing more cards and things like that, spending more time outside in nature, connecting to spirit. And it started to become like a nudge in my intuition, like you should do this as your work, it should be the business i was like i can't do it because one i'm in china and two i'm not good enough you know the classic so i just kept putting it off and then the universe took over because i left china for two weeks holiday covid happened the border, oh. the border closed and i couldn't get back so i was then at my mom's house in france like what wow. what can i do and i bought a laptop for 150 pounds on the internet and i started my business and i had a suitcase as my desk and that's how it happened because honestly i feel like for me it need like i something had to happen drastic for me to 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 get to do it and then it just went from there and it's just gotten it's gotten easier and easier because i'm sharing a really big part of me it's not like I'm trying to pull it in from somewhere else I'm just sharing yeah. myself and I am spiritual and that's what I do so
0: yeah and I am going to link in the show notes to Lottie's Instagram page Lottie's Leap And I highly, highly recommend that you go check it out. It's one of the pages that like every single day I open up my Instagram and I'm looking forward to seeing what she's posted because it's always amazing. So, and you know, the name
1: Lottie's Leap is because I took the leap. Um, Yes, I love that. And I continue to take the leap. You know, when I get the nudge, I take the leap and it's tied in with that Rebecca Campbell card, the leap, you know, the universal you. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Getting out of your comfort zone is huge. That's where the magic happens. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. We talked about, I talked about that a little bit last week in last week's episode too, actually. Okay. So let's talk about channeling. What is channeling? How would you, how would you define channeling?
1: I think channeling, as soon as you say the word, people think that we're going to a different realm and it's all going to be very difficult to understand and very intangible and not possible. We've put a lot of people on a pedestal around channeling and we're going to talk about that in a moment. But channeling, what is it? Channeling is basically you connecting to different beings Angels, spirit guides, animal guides, cosmic beings, past over loved ones, all sorts of beings, angels, everything. You're opening up direct communication with them. So you get to talk to them and ask them messages and you receive a communication from them. And that's essentially what channeling is. You can channel your higher self as well. That's it. It's basically a direct communication to spirit.
0: Yeah. Okay, perfect. So that's, I mean, right off the bat, I think that's an important clarification, because like you said, there's a lot of different meanings that have been attached to the word channeling in the spiritual community, I think. It is a loaded word in this community. So what are some common misconceptions that you see around channeling?
1: Okay, so like I briefly mentioned, the first misconception would be that you have to be incredibly gifted you have to be very special to be able to channel. That's not true. You can learn to do it. Everybody can wow, learn yeah. to channel, right? You have to have a quite oh, a yeah. strong intuition, but you can also learn that too, right? Um, right, You know, so everything can be learned. So if you see someone out there who is perhaps selling themselves as being like a little bit of a guru, I don't like to use that word because of appropriation, but... Is putting themselves on a pedestal.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, don't really fall for that because you can do it too. Everybody can do it. Everybody can do it. Yeah. The other thing I see around channeling is not really understanding what channeling is. I noticed a lot of people in Instagram using the two different words, downloads and channeling, like crossing them over. Mm, a download okay, okay. really is when you're just having a, an idea or a creative thought It's coming from you And you're having that yeah, download, yeah. right? But okay, like people okay. were getting confused And then people started to use channeling Because channeling got popular yes. So I saw a lot of people saying I channeled this program I channeled this course I channeled all sorts of things mm-hmm. Non-spiritual people and it was because gotcha. channeling became become so popular, they took the word and used yes. it for that. So channeling okay. is direct communication to spirit. That's what yes. it is. Yes. Okay. And the third thing is that you're not in control, that something bad will happen when you channel, that dark spirits are going to come through, that you'll be walking along and then suddenly like someone is talking to you, like... Archangel Gabriel is like having a conversation with you when you're walking down the road. Um, you know, yeah. or they can take things from you because you've opened up a channel, right? That's not true, yes. right? Okay. So you can you can kind of work around a practice for you, but you are always in control. Always, always, always. So you don't have to give your energy away at all. You can protect yourself. Um, you don't have to be open all of the time it's important to close off and know your boundaries around spirit and also you can tell them to leave if you want to
0: it's an open conversation
1: so you can also ask questions you're in control essentially
0: I love this because I feel like there are so many people that get nervous around channeling or it's uncomfortable if they hear that someone's doing it I know that when I first got into it and I have and for everyone listening, I have worked um, one-on-one with Lottie on my channeling and it was incredible. But when I first started, even like my partner was a little bit like, wait, what are you going to do? You know, like there was this misconception and I think some of it comes from pop culture too. Like the only way that you see this portrayed in like movies or TV for the most part is pretty inaccurate. (laughs) And I love you pointing out that, anyone can learn this that anyone can learn to channel that's definitely been my experience like I never thought of myself as someone who at all would be able to channel that sounded so out there and as it turns out I totally can so absolutely <laughs> but it, it had to learn right since anyone can channel why would someone want to what are the benefits of learning to channel in your opinion
1: I guess is it depends on the person but i think nowadays especially you know since covid we've spent an awful lot of time alone perhaps you only live with your partner or your family or maybe you are like me where you live completely alone to have that support system i think is really great that you have something bigger than you to connect to to be able to receive guidance I think that's yes. probably the biggest thing to be able to ask for support, ask for guidance find out information it's that level of support I think that's probably the the number one here you feel like you're being supported by something and I find that really really great and that certainly helps people I've worked with as well they like to feel that level of support I mean yeah. another thing is that it's pretty cool you know, it's pretty cool to do yeah. channeling. <laughs> it's is. You know, like, it's fun. And I, I try and teach channeling to people in a way that I, I'm always like, let it be fun and playful. It's not it doesn't have to be all serious and dramatic all of the time. So it's a pretty cool thing to do. You know, you get to connect yes. to all sorts of different beings and receive information. Sometimes your messages are a little bit wacky. and you have to figure them out right so it's sometimes like having a bit of a jigsaw puzzle so you can figure that out and that's fun too and you're like why did they tell me this and you have to like collect information and put it all together and if you ever wanted to you could then do it for someone else if you wanted to read for someone else you could do that too i always think as well if you're doing spiritual work for example you're doing like oracle cards tarot cards anything like that the ability to channel only adds to that service or even you doing it for yourself, you can like merge the two of those together and it feels, it has a lot of impact, right? Right,
0: Right. yes, absolutely. Yeah, it is is a fun thing. As you were talking about that, when I first started opening up my channel and channeling, I remember I had the, the coolest experience and I just, I wanna share this because I think it's a good example for just the ways that it can be fun. I was channeling and I got the message that I should watch for a kite. I should watch for a kite the next day. It was very specific. I was like, okay, I'll watch for the kite, you know? So the next day, all day long, I'm looking around. I'm expecting to see a kite in the sky, right? Like looking, looking. I didn't see one all day long. And I was like, oh, you know, I was getting this fear of making it up, which is really common. A lot of people have that. And then towards the end of the day, I get this email and the subject line of the email is incredible kite formation in astrology or something like that. And I open the email up and the whole email is about this kite formation. That's the astrological formation at the moment. And so then I read the email and it was just the most clear advice. Like it just fit what was going on in my life so perfectly. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool.
1: (laughs) I love that. It's so crazy, isn't it?
0: Yes. it just things like that. And it just, it's so fun to realize that you're, you're really getting communication.
1: Yeah. And if you were closed off and didn't allow it to be fun or, you know, be open to it, you, you don't receive those type of magical messages.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So would you say it's pretty common for people thinking that, that they're just making it up, that whatever oh, they're hearing always, or experiencing. Always, 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 always
1: i think the number one is the ego getting in the way right and when we say ego basically it's like your conscious mind is saying no it's not possible you're making this up every single person i've ever worked with that's what happens always even if it's someone who's very well developed in terms of spirituality still even i get it sometimes you know where it's like i'm making this up i'm making (laughs) this up Because a lot of times the information is coming through in your voice. So it sounds like you. So then you're like, well, of course I'm making this up because it's just me talking to myself. You know, but spirit will give you information and talk to you in a way that you understand it. So they're going to talk in your voice because you get that. If they start to talk in some crazy voice or crazy accent, you would totally be... Either freaked out, or you will be like, "No, not doing this."
0: <laughs> that's true. Like the information's given to you in the form that's easiest for you to understand. You know, I think some of that also. I mean, it is definitely it's the ego. But I feel like also one of the things that contributes to that is, again, in pop culture, like in TV and movies, psychic experiences of any kind are always they're like hitting you over the head with it, right? Like there's a there's a fully formed three D ghost walking up to me in a movie right like that's how it always looks and in reality I mean it's so much more subtle than that right
1: yeah I mean of course like I've seen ghosts I've seen spirits yeah. actually I don't channel ghosts if I ever get a spirit who's passed on and they're kind of stuck mm-hmm. I see them as a as natural an person and I talk to them like an actual person oh, interesting. channeling right. is very much going up I feel like your energy is going up Whereas when I get a spirit who has passed away and is stuck, it's like Mm -hmm. that person is here with me. Mm -hmm. But if I also channel past loved ones, that's Mm -hmm. channeling. It kind of gets a little bit like a bit of a grey area there. But um, Oh, interesting. Yeah. But you are in control. It's never going to be scary or freaky or anything like that unless you ask it to be. I've never had a negative experience. I've never had anything bad happen. You're in control, if anything, if you feel something is a bit odd. One time I was connecting once. As soon as I connected, I was like, this feels weird. And I got out of there and I said, I'm not doing it. I closed my channel and I was finished. Like, that's it. And nothing after that happens. So you're in complete control. And as someone who does this all the time, to have one experience where it felt a little bit weird out of yeah. hundreds of experiences like it's just very rare that anything bad would happen.
0: Well, that is really good to know. I'm sure people are happy to know that. Yeah, that definitely was has been my experience and especially working with you. You're in control. This is completely you set the boundaries.
1: Yeah, and um, you you set the adds- intention, right?
0: Yes. So if yeah, you allow yes. it
1: to be a particular way, it will be a particular way by you setting any in intention to have fun of it right, or right. receive particular guidance, right? So yeah, you're very much in control. There's lots of different ways of you being in control.
0: Yeah. How can channeling be used in someone's day-to-day? I love that you touched on just the fact that you're not alone. It gives you this whole... It opens up this whole world of communication. And absolutely, nowadays, I think that's huge for people. But how are some other ways that people could use channeling in their day-to-day life to benefit them?
1: I think decision making is difficult for people you know it's hard to make lifestyle choices it's hard to make big decisions small decisions because we're kind of over consuming information all of the time so I think for that I don't know if you, you know, I know you do this, but if your listeners do this, where you ask for validation, you want to see like 111 if you should do this thing. And then you see the 111 yeah. and you're like, oh my God, yay, like amazing. Yeah. You kind of already knew the right choice, but you wanted the extra like validation that that's the right decision. So I think yeah, with decision making, channeling is really good because you get an extra depth to if it's the right or the wrong choice for you you will rarely get a yes or no when you channel but you'll get something that will help you make a decision that feels supportive and it's on your side it's like asking a confidant for information and help and support in making decisions but it's only in your like little bubble like you're not having to share this with someone on the outside And you get the opportunity to truly decide things that feel right for you. So I think for decision making, it's really, really great. If you're going to channel past loved ones, right, that's also great because you get to connect to people you maybe have lost and want to reconnect to, want to know that they're safe and well. Pets. I've had people who want to connect to pets that they've lost, you know. Yeah, so that's really great as well. It's like a really nice mm-hmm. thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's really interesting. I hadn't I hadn't really thought about people connecting with past pets, but it makes total sense. I've actually I have connected with my dog who passed. I bet a lot of people want to do that. You also work a lot also with um people who use this in their business, right? And it makes sense that this is a good way to help with decision making. That's always helpful in business, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think it's really uh, naturally for my business has gone towards people who have businesses and including Mm -hmm. their spiritual practices into their business because it helps. It helps the support. It's the support, isn't it? It's just the support that you need when you feel like you're doing it alone. And in your business to have something extra, to like lean on, ask questions, get guidance. I think that's really, really great. I mean, some of the women that have worked with me who have businesses have kind of used it mostly for themselves in their business to help them feel like, oh, I I know what direction I actually want to go in. It kind of also strengthens your intuition. It's, It's kind of like a a cycle like your intuition is strong because you've strengthened it you start to channel and then your intuition is stronger and it's like this circle what goes round and round and round so you become very intuitive right that's why we see a lot of intuitives in the space and that is great in your business because you're like I don't want to do it the same as everyone else it doesn't feel right for me I want to do it this way And then if you want to connect to spirit to get that extra support, messages, guidance, you can do that too.
0: Yes. You touched on something there. It feels like, like you said, as you open your channel, you become more intuitive. As you become more intuitive, you open your channel more. And also, what you touched on there also, is it feels like it helps you lean into your real self or your authentic self, lean into your authenticity. That it is just, that
1: knowing yourself, right?
0: This yes.
1: Knowing yes. yourself is probably like my biggest passion is people understanding that they have everything they need within them and not looking constantly for validation or looking for external sources to be like, all right, that's the correct way. It's the yes. understanding that you can trust yourself and you can trust your own guidance. And I think channeling only you know, amplifies that. It makes that stronger.
0: Yes. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm just realizing this now as we're talking, but actually, this podcast is really, at least partially a result of me channeling and opening my channel and beginning to trust myself more. This is one of those things that was kind of in the back of my mind for a long time. But once I started channeling and gaining more of that confidence in myself and in my my own authentic way of being suddenly it was like oh wait i should do that podcast
1: <laughs> yeah that yeah and difference. you've got the you got the support but also you know spirit is like your biggest cheerleader so yeah you start to feel better because you're connected and then they're supporting you and saying you're amazing Um, And we're going to give you all the guidance that you need. And then you feel more confident. And again, it's the cycle repeats and repeats and repeats. And that's what I love to see in my clients, to see that change and that realization that, wait a minute, (laughs) I'm actually pretty cool the way I am. And when I share that and share my gifts, people are interested and it becomes less difficult. And then they don't need me anymore. And that's great, you know, because I'm just like, amazing. Yeah, you got there.
0: That's so awesome. I love it. You recently did a video that I just found fascinating where you talked about some of the habits that you just some of the boundaries you have in your own habits in order to keep your channel clear, I think is how you put it. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Because that's so interesting. Yeah.
1: Do you know what? I didn't realize how many little things that I had to keep my channel clear until someone asked me that question. So somebody asked me that question and then I was like, wow, it's quite a lot of lot of things that I do here. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Quite a lot of boundaries I've got going on around this. Like we said, I have boundaries with spirit as well that They can't just drop in whenever they like, it's just not happening, you know, so that's a definite boundary there. For me, I've had to learn along the way, and I think everyone needs to do this, learn what works for you. I gave up caffeine because I found that when I was drinking coffee, anything that heightens my energy too much pulls me away from being able to connect. So like high intensity exercise, that pulls me away. And coffee, things like that. Sugar, I don't really eat sugary things. Cause again, if you think about the peak you get, like that high and then you crash afterwards and it's just like spiking your energy. I find if I'm in a heightened state, I can't connect. It just doesn't work for me. I need to be grounded to be able to do it. So I figured out if I have clients and I wanna go to the gym, I go to the gym when I don't have clients, so I okay. don't mix them because mm. even though not all my work is channeling, you know, it's it's not everything that I do, but I, I'm i an intuitive and I can not be connected to myself, I feel like, if I'm in that heightened state. So I have boundaries okay. about how I take care of my clients and I'm not gonna be hyper at the time. So caffeine and high intensity exercise don't mix for me with channeling what else doesn't mix with me sleep is very important to me you have to have enough sleep i think sleep is probably the most important thing for people to understand even in health right in well-being yeah yeah Yeah, like you need to have enough rest to be able to do Channeling right because you're again lack of sleep is pulling you out of being grounded and you want to be in a grounded space to be able to channel. I find being out in nature very important for me. I have to get out in fresh air. I don't tend to listen to podcasts or music when I'm out walking, I like to keep it very clear because sometimes I do, you know, I start to feel like, oh, I feel like maybe I should connect when I get home. There's something there. Um, and I wouldn't get that if I was listening to, like, music when I was out walking. Um, okay. If I'm listening to podcast music, is generally in the car or something like that or at home. So nature for me is, like, if you could do one thing for yourself, it would be get out in nature as much as possible. It really, really does mm. help. What else yeah. is yeah. The, the sleep? Alcohol, don't really consume alcohol. If I was to consume alcohol, it would be when I have a lot of space, so a couple of days before I would wanna channel. Alcohol doesn't mix with wow, okay, wow, channeling. Okay. Just doesn't mix. Yeah. I yeah. don't I can't even imagine yeah. being able to channel if I'd had one glass of wine. I just wouldn't it just wouldn't work for me. So again, anything that's pulling you away from being connected to your intuition as well, I feel like, is like pulling you away from being able to channel again it's very unique to you so you kind of figure it out as you go along about the things that don't work and what work if you are really really tired i would say it would be hard for you to channel because you're in a kind of depleted energetic state then you're trying to force yourself then you get frustrated with yourself because you can't do it and then you don't want it to become something that is a chore or or you don't enjoy like it should be fun and it shouldn't right. be like a job. So don't put yourself in positions yeah. where you're like, oh, I'm really, really tired, but I'm still going to try and channel and get frustrated with yourself because you just, then it's not fun anymore.
0: Right. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. Keeping it and keeping it fun is also like keeping your vibration high too. Right. Exactly. I mean,
1: that's,
0: yeah, that makes sense. I'm glad you mentioned sleep. Because I feel like sleep is so huge. And even before you start channeling, like just for anyone listening, I think the biggest when I my spiritual awakening first started, probably the biggest shift that I made that made it more comfortable for me is I started making sure that I got plenty of sleep. Yeah. Just in look, general. It's a good Connecting idea.
1: Connecting <laughs> to, yeah, in general. Yeah. I think it's like the go-to. I think like doing this kind of work does take some energy. It does. And, you know, like if you've done a fair amount of channeling when we've done it together, even you get tired afterwards, like you do get tired. It does affect your energy. So you really do need to have the sleep beforehand and know that you are well rested. But you also have to take into account that you're going to need to rest afterwards, probably. You know, you do need to kind of restore yourself as well. And sometimes you need more rest than what you expect. Maybe like you did a channeling session or you connected one day and you received a whole lot of information. You might find you might be a little bit tired um, for a day or two after that. So honoring that is really, really important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, everybody kind of has to play around and figure out what it is that specifically works or doesn't work for them because it is unique to everyone.
1: Do you know one of the things I found very, I was going to say popular, but it seems to be a thing that a lot of people do well with is being by the water. A lot of people seem to find that their gifts almost like are amplified beside the water, including myself.
0: Yes, um, me too. Yeah, it's really
1: interesting.
0: Huh. Oh, that's interesting. That's one of those things that I just sort of, I know that about myself. I didn't really think about it being a thing for a lot of other people
1: yeah it seems to be a trend I've seen it in nearly every person I've worked with and it's generally like large bodies of water like um, lakes and the sea you know it's usually like a still body of water or a large body of water it's not like a little tiny stream that's trickling it seems to always be that way you know like a pond a lake the sea
0: yeah that's really interesting when I go to the ocean I definitely feel like it's just easier for me to connect. I mean, it's just, it's almost like, it's just so simple when I'm next Same to Same with me,
1: yeah. yeah. Sometimes if I feel like I really want to connect, if I feel like there's a message waiting, I do go to somewhere where there's a lake or something like that. It does help me for sure.
0: The next question I wanted to make sure I asked you is, if someone wants to work with you, on channeling what kind of services do you offer and what does that look like okay so
1: I have everything on the website which I'm sure you're going to put in the show notes
0: yep that'll be in the show notes
1: I have a program called open your channel essentially it's six weeks to you going from the beginning maybe you've never channeled before maybe you've been dabbling with it We start from the beginning so you understand different frequencies, energy, colors, what it feels like, vibrations. We go through everything so you start to understand your unique way of connecting. And we do it together, right? We do it together. A lot of times when the person is connected, I can see the same thing that they can see, which always helps, you know, to have that little bit of a validation along the way. You connect to all sorts of different beings, so you can see and feel each different type of being and what it looks and feels like for you. And it's, yeah, it's six weeks. We do it one-to-one together. We go through all of that. There's an option in the last week for you to read for someone that you've never met before, so you can do that. Some people are like, ah. Oh, that's cool. It's always good, I think, to have that little practice. It's a very safe space, absolutely, like, non-judgmental at all. I'm very open as a person, so it's like, you know, I just want people to do well and learn to do it for themselves yes. or do it for other people, whatever they choose. So that's currently running six weeks, one-to-one. I am in the works of doing a group program for Open Your Channel, but Ooh. I reckon it'll be... Yeah, it should be out in the winter time. I'm hopefully... hoping next month maybe or the month after but yeah it's in it's in the works
0: oh that's exciting Exciting.
1: (laughs) yeah I thought like a group energy of everyone doing it together would be really cool
0: yes definitely I just also want to speak to the non-judgmental space that you create it's really powerful Lottie is the person who I'm most comfortable with sharing the weirdest things (laughs) that happen (laughs) happen. to me with like if something's really out there and i'm like i don't know i don't know about this like i will definitely share it with lottie (laughs) yeah we
1: we have had conversations where even i've questioned things where i've been like wait a minute like i went to this whole portal thing i went into this portal and i was telling you Mm -hmm. afterwards about some of the things and you had been receiving similar kind of uh Um, messages as well. And yeah, nothing is too weird. I get this all the time. Several times a week, people send me a DM and they say, this is really weird, but I hope you don't mind me sharing it. I'm like, nothing is weird.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Tell me all of the things because
1: it's not weird to me.
0: Yes, definitely. This is a, a very, very safe space to explore channeling for sure if you're interested in that what advice would you have for someone who is just starting out on their spiritual journey like someone who's really new and in their awakening what advice would you have for them
1: i would say probably the number one would be rest as much as possible i just remember going through that spiritual awakening or just starting my um spiritual journey and Being tired but not resting because I felt like I had to do something about it. Rest, like self-care, I would like up your self-care as much as possible. And you just reminded me because you're drinking water there. Drinking water, things like that. Like real simple things to take care of yourself. Getting outside in nature. I mean, I spent an awful lot of time walking and being outside when I was going through my awakening. It really helped me to just be in a space where it was silent, where I could just figure this out and feel everything. Also, when we talk about feelings, feel it. See what's happening for you. Allow it to come up. Don't try and push it away or bury it under something. Really try and kind of, with compassion, take a look at what's going on for you. Because I find with spiritual awakening, it brings up a lot of stuff for us. All sorts of things about our life, about who we are. We feel like, The world is being taken from beneath us, we don't know what's happening. Try and feel the feelings, moving your body will help with that as well, right? You know, any kind of dance or flow or walking or yoga, something to help you move the emotions and the feelings through. I just think feel as much as you can, but the compassion I think that's what it is. It happens to everybody who's going through a spiritual awakening, it's not easy for anybody. But it is happening for a reason and it's taking you to a better outlook, right? It's different. It's different, but it's better. It is absolutely better.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's that's one of the the biggest things to keep in mind when you're in the in the beginning and in the thick of it, is there's a lot of joy on the other side of that initial that initial awakening. awakening.
1: And if you can find a community, right? try and find yes. some sort of community you can talk to.
0: Yes, definitely. And yeah, in the show notes I'm going to link Lottie's Instagram. I will link her website and I also link my Instagram with every episode and really get on get online and and find that spiritual community because it is hard to find it locally for a lot of people.
1: Definitely. And then you feel aligned. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't like it there is easier. There. You know, there's quite a
1: lot of circles and things like that going on. I've got a circle what's coming up for people that are kind of still semi in the closet and want to chat about spiritual stuff but don't have anyone to talk to. It's going to be donation-based. So, like, even if you don't have the money right now to do it, you can still come along. That's coming up soon.
0: That sounds amazing. I mean, that sounds like an amazing resource for people.
1: Yeah, I think when you're going through that phase of spiritual awakening or maybe you're like you did your spiritual awakening two years ago but you're still very much in the closet to be able to talk about anything spirituality based (laughs) is like great it's like such a relief to be able to talk to people who understand what you're talking about because i remember having oracle cards and things like that and i was like i can't talk to anyone about this because they'll think that i'm crazy you um, guys.
0: Right. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that for sure. <laughs> this has been amazing, Lottie. Thank you so so much for coming on. And again, head down to the show notes, and I will have everything there so that you can connect with Lottie. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.